Welcome back to the IC Pixels podcast. This is Anthony. This is David. Um, coming to you for what? Probably the last one this year. <laughs> I guess technically is not supposed. To, well, I don't know. We'll we may see. get it. Might not be in the we'll last see. one. <laughs> everybody's. I'm sure everybody's just waiting with bated breath for the uh, New Year's resolution episode. Um. That. Yeah, but that would, that would be our, well, I don't know. We'll see. You wait till the new year to make them, then you've already given up. Um, I don't know. You know, everybody does the, what are your new year, new, you know, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. We'll see. What's your <laughs> theme for the new year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think that's, I don't know. I, I, well, are we about to have a New Year's resolution episode? Because it thinks it's a lot of those people that say that type of stuff. It sounds cool and it sounds great. Like the theme for my year is expansion and yeah. connection and synergy. And it's like, all right, whatever. I think to me, I think I, I just blow it off because it's like, I don't think you need to have a theme for a year. And I'm sure there's people that started uh, 2020 with the theme was, oh, I have clear vision this year because it's 2020. <laughs> But then everything changed and they had to switch it up. So I think, I think about so many branding things people had. Like, yeah, like I mean, January. it's songs. <laughs> like, what was that one song? as a fabulous song about New Year. Mm-hmm. It, it was like every people had so many plans for like just how they were going to flip 2020 and do all this kind of stuff. And it's just like. I mean, and it started with, like, the glasses. You know, the New Year's glasses people wear. It's, like, the perfect year for those kind of glasses. Yeah. And this is what happens when the stars align. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny when people... People say a lot of that stuff at the beginning of the year. And sometimes people continue it throughout the year. But I don't think that it yeah. uh, it matters in the big scheme of things. I think you should have a, a kind of an overall plan that expands expands across multiple years and when you're out here the theme for this year is whatever then just from my perspective you sound like one of those corny motivational speakers who's not really who's you know just a lot of talk yeah from my perspective you might not be but that's my perspective. i mean if I, I will say some people need different things some people like to have something that they can just hold on to for a year for a year i mean yeah. i get bored easily so that wouldn't work for me I mean and then also you know we all saw how I mean even we had that kind of episode talking about like oh what to do in quarantine and way to maximize your blah 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 and all whatever and it's like I think everybody's realized that that's all kind of garbage um not entirely but to a certain extent (laughs) well I think it's you just have to no matter what situation you're in you have to find a way to make the best of it yeah, and take and, it day to day. Yeah, that, that's and it's, I think as long as you're doing that, mm-hmm. um, and thinking on your toes, adjusting, changing with the times and stuff like that, then you'll be okay. I think there's a lot of people who got caught flat-footed. Mm-hmm. Um, they got caught with their shoes untied, with the pants not pulled up, whatever you want to call it, and mm-hmm. they it took them a while to adjust. Um. Yeah. I don't think so for me personally, I don't think it it had a major impact on me. So I know we've talked before about like 
you know, we know that like a lot of events and things like that got canceled this year because of, you know, social distancing and, and things like that. But um, so I, I definitely missed out on some money, but I also found new money from new clients or clients that who had, had to switch things up and found something else to do. And they were like, hey, I need your help. Mm-hmm. So I don't think um, it's not a good idea to just like plan. OK, well, in June, I'm going to get this money from these people because I know they're going to have this event. And I know this is going to happen. And then therefore, let me spend all my money because I know I got, you know, these racks coming in next month. That's dangerous, especially, you know, now when things get canceled randomly. So um, I try not to do that in general. But like this year, I definitely did not. There was like several different clients that I normally would have had been able to depend on that just fell through. And then I know right at the beginning of the lockdown, right before lockdown started, there was a new client I was working with that was trying to put on some kind of event. And I had designed some stuff for her. It all fell apart and then it was just radio silence from her and yeah I'm glad I didn't invest a whole lot of time in it because if I had basically if I had finished it just a little bit earlier I would have been waiting on her to pay me and she probably wouldn't have had the money or whatever because the event Mm -hmm. got cancelled so Um, it got cancelled and I, I wasn't out that much time and I got paid for the little bit I did but anyway the whole point was I think this year is uh, I don't think I like for what I do I don't think I've been greatly impacted in terms of I have to change my whole business plan in order to survive in this new um, post pandemic you know environment that we live in because a lot of the work I do, I do without ever interacting with anybody, without ever seeing people directly. I don't have to see yeah. you in person to do the work I do. So um, very little impact other than the impact that a lot of potential customers may not, for whatever reason, have the money or may not be having the event anymore. And so they may like there's a whole lot less print work that I've done this year because it's like, why well, yeah. would I print this? <laughs> Kind of like I've seen people say, it's like, you know, it's in a lot of ways, the pandemic sped up the inevitable. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and then on the other side of that, I saw somebody on something on Twitter, a comment, they were like, you know, the, um, what did they say? The Spanish flu of 1918. They're like, now I completely understand why we had the roaring 20s right after that. Where people are just dressing up and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It completely makes sense. Yeah, it's like, oh, we could go back outside. Yeah. So it's like a it'll it's I think it's going to be interesting. In some ways I think, you know, the Zoom meetings, all that kind of stuff, I think some of that will stay because, you know, convenience. If you run something where you depend on people interviewing and, you know, and stuff like that, it's so saves you so much money if you ain't gotta fly them out to your location and all that kind of stuff if you don't have to um it's not exactly the same but you know especially for smaller like creators and smaller businesses that's very convenient and Mm. helps a lot the fact that people are more open to that um and it's forced people to come up with innovative ways to have conferences and things like that and you know like we talked about the adobe max thing and stuff like that and it's like you know this you know give people more options but on the other hand i think there is going to be 
I think people are going to be very open to, you know, some human inter- interaction soon. Yeah. And so there there may be some things. It may be, I think it may be twofold. You may, <laughs> maybe not, I don't know about flyers, but you may see some kind of physical, like, marketing thing blow up post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. At the same time, a push for the, you know, more virtual stuff. I think we may see both. Yeah, I think the the virtual stuff is going to be hard to undo. Like mm-hmm. Once you've seen a world where you don't have to get dressed <laughs> for weeks at a time or whatever, yeah. then it's hard to go back to to anything else. Um, yeah. I was thinking about that myself because, like, I haven't been into the, my office since March. And if I had to go back to it, of course, I, I could adjust. I could make it work. But it would just be an adjustment to, like, oh, I actually have to get up. You know, thirty, forty minutes be before so weird. <laughs> before I need to start working, so that I can get dressed and shower and then drive there versus yeah walking down the hall. So I mean, I, we had our like Christmas party, like a socially distanced party. Well, it was like basically they, you know, we had a party, but it was over three days, so a very limited number of people at a time. You had to sign up for a day that you're going to come, and a day and a time. So there was like a limited um, amount of people in the office at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like some of the people that I haven't seen in a while. And like, um, you know, some of them, it's like obviously their project was getting in shape and stuff like that with school. But like the the IT, the head of IT and everything and Dev, he was, you know, he mentioned how he was on the other side of things with being in the office. Um, like thinking it was a requirement to now his, his whole feet, his whole perspective has switched it's like no i've done more yeah it's been great <laughs> yeah i was like, talking we've been to... able to focus because we're not in the office and yeah. like get so much done and they're like going into a new year they're only planning on being in the office twice a week yeah i definitely was uh i was talking to one of my coworkers about that because i know like so i worked on projects in my day job where i did not have like remote access to the work environment so once mm-hmm. I left there, I was done for the day. Yeah. And so that that definitely created some structure for me and allowed me to, once I left, I did not think about, I mean, I thought about work, but I wasn't, uh, there was no way I could do anything. So I was focused on other things, be it, you know, whatever I was doing around the house or side work, doing graphics and stuff like that. But now since I, well, so I, the job I'm at now, I've had the ability to have a work laptop at home ever since I started. And it's made it where if I'm at home on the weekend, if I'm on vacation and I haven't had my laptop with me or I'm like traveling and have my laptop with me, if I think of something, I can do it at that moment or, you know, Mm. whenever I get to some Wi-Fi or whatever. And so it's made it where I don't try and like track every second that I work, but I'm definitely working more hours than I was when it was clear, like nine to five and then you leave and then you can't do anything else. Mm. Yeah. Because now, I mean, like, I, if I, I get into, like, you know how sometimes you're trying to work something out, you're trying to figure out a solution for something, and you are you feel like you're close, and so you just keep working. So there's definitely mm. been times, like yesterday, I was probably working until, like, 6 or so, because I was trying to figure something out, and it just wasn't working. I was like, I know it's something stupid I'm missing. Let me keep trying. And yeah. I did. Whereas, you know, if I was in an office situation, I would have seen it getting dark outside and I would have left. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I mean, and you know, now, I mean, you, I mean, I have a lot more control of my time. Um, I mean, I may start working later, but it doesn't really matter. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I've adjusted to the mindset of, like, if I need to do this, I'll just get it done. It doesn't matter where I do it or when I do it, as long as I get it done. Mm-hmm. And nobody's on my back about anything because I get my stuff done. So, um, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a, it's been an adjustment. I mean, um, and I think, I mean, I don't know. On this podcast, we're talking mostly talking to other designers, so I imagine they had a similar experience of, you know, if they were in a job. I mean, freelance people, um, some of that may have changed. Because I do feel for the people that depended on, um, they did a lot of events and stuff like that. Um, like, you know what I mean? Design work for a lot of events, and like that was their bread and butter, and getting involved in those little things that people are doing, and that's going on pause. Um, which, yeah, it's I'm sure that sucks. <laughs> well, I think that <clears throat> that impacted me like March and April, but by June mm-hmm. there was a lot of people figuring out. Oh, I or by May and June, I, people figured out. Oh, I can mm-hmm. use Zoom and I can do an online conference or whatever. And mm-hmm. then I had some people. Like I'm right now, I'm working with a musician, and you know, does music or whatever. But a lot of people may have like an online event, and they want music, like a, a musical interlude, or like you know, like if you're having some sort of conference, you might have had a musical guest. Mm-hmm. But now that it's online, you can still have a musical guests. They just gotta send you the file, and then you stream that file, or you stream them live during the yeah, performance. So basically, he fun. is yeah. selling performances pre-recorded video of his performances on his website now and i'm like okay that's kind of smart so i've actually started Mm -hmm. pitching that to some other artists that i work with but that's the type of thing where if you come with an idea that can work in the current state of affairs then as you share it with other people you can technically create more work for yourself and so i've Mm -hmm. done that like where there was a couple people near the beginning it was like oh well this is canceled this canceled. i'm like hey well you were going to print this. I can do something that you could put on social media or, you know, Hey, why don't you have an online conference? Cause that's an option now. So why don't you try that? And some, you know, of course some people listen, some people didn't or whatever, but I think as the designer, you shouldn't, you should be, if people are coming to you saying, Hey, we're canceling or whatever, if there's a way to make it work, you should be able to try and pitch some ideas to them to kind of keep your work around, you know? So that you're not yeah. getting fired. Yeah. I mean, and it's been a lot of evolution, I think. Um, I mean, maybe us two in our, you know, <laughs> what we've been working on, we didn't have to evolve so much in our, the way we do our work or whatever. But I think for a lot of people, yeah, it's been a lot of, um, yeah, evolution. Well, like, and I think we've seen this evolution for a long time, but this is like one of those jumps where it changes more quickly. Because I know yeah. when when I came out of college, I was doing a whole lot more print work. Because um, mm-hmm. people were printing more, obviously. I was doing designing magazines and doing layout for magazines and stuff like that. Whereas now, um, yeah, people don't be doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't do much. Uh, I think I did maybe one or two magazines or booklets. Like, cause I used to do a lot of conference booklets and magazines and stuff like that. That stuff is dried mm-hmm. up. 
um, not well, maybe it was because I my work wasn't that good, but also because <laughs> people just don't ask for that stuff anymore as much, and so yeah. um, I haven't like I think if you look back, then you notice it. But as I was going through it, it was like yeah, whatever, you know, things are changed. I'm just doing the work. Um, because I remember I used to do a lot of work in InDesign and Quark and stuff like that for print, but now I'm doing a lot of work in InDesign that ends up just as a PDF and never gets printed mm-hmm. out. Um, and so it's just, it's one of those things where I think the change has happened, but now you notice it. And as the change has happened, if you've adjusted, like if you're one of those people that's like, I only do print, I don't do anything, I don't do all this social media stuff, then if you've adjusted, then this should not have been a big change or a big problem for you, in my perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I look at it like, I mean, also like in a different field, like, have you, do you follow uh, Kevin yeah. on stage? Yeah. You've seen yep. what he's done. <laughs> completely. I mean, if people aren't familiar, like completely, you know, wasn't doing, you know, I mean, he was already had a big online following and everything pandemic hit so he stopped going on tour over a period of time started creating his own you know online streaming comedy show and that's evolved into him buying a a sound stage now and like and putting out an app that I guess now has over 10,000 people signed up for it it's going to have all this content his own shows and all this kind of stuff and it's like you know he's grown himself and is able to help out all these other people um but uh, yeah, it's it's truly like a yeah, something that's going to yeah. this year has caused people to either evolve or devolve in a way. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it was really a a check on like where you're at. Yeah, and I think that I mean um, that's I won't say it's going to continue to happen. It ho- hopefully won't continue to happen at such a rapid pace, but it's going to keep happening. So it's just an issue of what are you going to do. Do you want to adjust, or do you want to remain stagnant and, and gradually die? I mean, well, and I think this year has shown people that you can't be. Well, stagnant. you can. Well, you can. I mean, yeah, I know some. I've seen. I see stagnant people all the time, and they don't. I mean, they, you know, they be asking for money and stuff. But I mean, you know. So I think it, it's one of those things where, like, it's not going to be well the first day that. I, what I mean is the first day you choose not to adjust and change with the times everything's going to fall apart and your life turns to trash yeah it's not gonna be that but <clears throat> it will happen over time not most years that could i mean that happened this year most years that didn't happen but this this year yeah well yeah, that yeah did that's happen. true that's true <laughs> but i mean i think there's even some people who have managed to skate by this year but once you see because you know even for myself i was like yeah hopefully it'll be over by june yeah. but it's not and and it wasn't so it's <clears throat> at that point you know i never was holding out much hope that it was going to be over that fast but it, it's always like well it'd be nice if that was over because then i can go outside but when it wasn't it wasn't uh i wasn't like i'm not going to do anything till june with the hope that it gets fixed because that would not have been intelligent yeah yeah no, something else I want to talk about. Slightly changing the topic um, in the last couple of minutes. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but my job—we're looking for a junior graphic designer right now. Um, 
and we really wanted to hire internally. I wanted to put out the op, uh, uh, the option. I mean, I work in a I work in a company that has a call center element to it, and they really are big on you know moving people up and you know internal growth and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like you know I was like, here's a position. I can help train this person if they don't know everything. Um, but it would be cool to be able to move somebody, you know, from taking calls to like, okay, now you're actually be able to use like a talent that you have and something like that. And it's been the hardest thing to find hmm. somebody. <laughs> Why do you think that is? It's been, I have people, I, what I've realized is we put out the ad and everything and didn't get a whole lot of feedback. And what I've realized now is that a lot of young creative people don't know what it is to be a graphic designer. They don't understand it. Because, you know, somebody's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm artistic and stuff like that. Oh, look at these pictures and everything. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of fell into that myself, honestly, a little bit. Because it's like, that's great. I'm glad that you can draw. That doesn't help me. <laughs> well, I mean, why? Well, that's not going to help you day one. Definitely not. No, because that's not what I need. I don't want to. I need you to like. Do you yeah. know Photoshop? Can you design a flyer? I mean, well, maybe not a flyer. Can you design mm-hmm. for social media? That's what I want to know. And I think a lot of people they don't have, you know, they haven't added that to their portfolio because it's an easy thing to do. I mean, we're both artists outside of being designers. It's an easy transition to do both. Um, but I think a lot of people have not even explored that because there was two people that I talked to and that was the same it was a similar story of like oh yeah well I draw and everything and you know like okay do you know Photoshop one of them said they knew Photoshop another one he said he used something else but I mean because I know Photoshop isn't well, like, like I would you say know, it costs money yeah that's interesting so I think if you're trying to hire internally I would probably say hey why don't you uh there's two things. You could probably also change the job title or the job description to be something. Hey, an exciting position where you get to design stuff or whatever. Because some people don't even know what a graphic designer is. So when you throw that term out yeah. to uh, internal people, they not don't know what that means. But if people you have people that are artistic and creative and stuff like that, then it's just a matter of teaching them the tools, which shouldn't be that hard. And yeah. then not knowing Photoshop to to me, if I was looking for some assistance. If they're doing social media stuff, hey, figure out how to use Canva. Canva is easy as far as I, I know. Yeah. Or figure out how to use Spark or something like that. And then we can ramp you up to the professional grade tools as you get better. But yeah, yeah I think that's the thing when, um, so at my job, I do software development. We were looking for junior developers. And we interviewed some people who had some of the, the technical knowledge, but they were just lame people in general or they were just like stubborn or lied about stuff on the resume or whatever and then some of the people we end up hiring had very little experience but they had the the soft skills that were more important because the soft skills matter more than the the technical skills from my perspective if i can work with you and you're willing to listen willing to learn uh inquisitive you know you know how to look things up then i can work with that and we'll be fine and we'll figure it out quickly but if you're difficult and yeah, you know just all the bad things that could come with that, then yeah. uh, your sk- Photoshop skills will be will pale in comparison to your your terribleness. Yeah, I mean, and I know it takes two different parts of the 
you know, brain to do those kind of things. I think the most important thing people need to know how to do is to how to design for yeah. other people. So I think a lot of artists fall this into is my style. Like, well, no, yeah. this is my art. This is this is my expression. It's letting that go. I think is the most difficult part. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a struggle. I mean, because yeah, yesterday I was talking to somebody and I told him I was like, I need to see what you can do for other people. I need to see what you can. I mean, you can go home and do it now, but like, what does that look like when you design something for social so media? So years ago, I applied for a job. Um, it was I forget the details of the job. Basically. Part of the application was they sent me something. They said, design something for this. Like, here's some text. Mm -hmm. Here's the concept or whatever. We need you to design something. They sent it to me. And then I had to put something together and send it back to them. I did not get the job for whatever reason. Maybe, I don't remember what the reason was. But I thought that was an interesting uh, way of doing it. Because then I can, they you know, they were able to see, you know, what creative solution I came up with. Am I competent with the tool? Whatever. But I mean, even if like mm -hmm. you don't know Photoshop, you could still say, yeah. sketch something out. Show me something. Let me, like, I'll give you two days. Come back to me. Show me what you come up with for this. Here's the problem. Here's what I need. Give me a solution. And I think that that's a good yeah. way of testing to see without having a portfolio. Because a lot of these people, like you said, if they're coming from a different line of work, essentially. Yeah. They're in school or you yeah. know whatever else, yeah, and they they have this skill that they don't see working in the re quote unquote real world. They haven't even yeah. thought about that. Um, no, I think that's a good idea. I just need to come up with a proper test for it. Because yeah, I would I want I would love to you know if all else fails, yeah, I'll just go out external and I'll find somebody cool. But I I would love to be able to help somebody internally because there's a lot of people that come through that like you know and it you know. Honestly, it would, yeah, they would be going from hourly work to salary. Yeah, it's a big improvement. <laughs> they could, it, it could be yeah. life changing for them, honestly. <laughs> if I'm yeah, I've definitely you know. seen people make if, that um, transition, and I, I feel good helping them make that transition. I feel way better about that than the person I saw come in yeah. off the street, you know, a brand, a newbie yeah. who already had the skill and all that stuff. I mean, and I am conflicted because I was that person off the street trying to figure out how I can get into a company for a while. So yeah, but I think that's fine because there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of companies don't do the. But I'm in, so there's a lot of companies that don't even consider <laughs> the bring someone up internally. Because where I worked, there was a person yeah. who worked in IT who had an interest in the software development stuff, and so mm. she started coming. We used to have like lunch and learn I guess you could call it where we'd sit together and learn stuff like one of the developers would teach other people something mm. she started attending that stuff we got to meet her she was cool to work with she was cool to be around and so next time there was a position mm -hmm. open they hired her um and then nice. you know she went from she had some experience but she had to ramp up but her ramp up was quick because that gives me an idea man maybe we should do something like that in my job yeah, I think I think it's great when you can move people up internally, and a lot of companies I've seen because yeah. I've been the person in the position where, hey, something came open and I was the guy internally that they could have moved up, but they went outside, and that was frustrating to me because it's like, what? I've been here, you didn't see me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't know. That that gives me a lot to think about, actually. Let me have to send a message to somebody when we get off of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, so, one other thing I would yeah. say is I think it would be useful. I don't know if you all have, like, a, a platform where you can send messages or have a video conference with, like, hey, we're having a conference today to talk about this position that's opening up in our marketing department. Anybody who's even remotely interested, attend, and we'll talk about the job. Like, here, here's what you're going to be doing. Here's the skill sets mm-hmm. we're looking for. Here's the software that it would be nice for you to know. But if you don't, we can still work with you. Like, that type of stuff would be useful because then people can have a better understanding beyond just the job description. Because a lot of times, I read a lot of job descriptions, and a lot of times they're, they don't rhyme with the actual job. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have a bunch of stuff on there. But if the right person came along, they would probably ignore half of that job description and say, hey, he's the right person. Hire him. I don't care. And then we'll we'll, we'll deal with all the stuff he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was sending a <laughs> message. <laughs> the, the, the idea we just had. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I'm on PTO today, but, um, yeah, so I would say it's something that just, I guess, if there are young graphic designers listening or people that are artists listening, or if you know somebody that you may think may be into this, you have a little brother, a cousin, whatever, that is an artist and you have the same thought a lot of people have is that well one day they're going to have to get a real job show them how to do be a graphic designer <laughs> yeah that's something it'll help them out a lot in life you can do your art on the side and if that turns into a main thing mm-hmm. then cool that's awesome but it's a great complimentary skill to have that can get you a job yeah. <laughs> you know in some doors that it would have been yeah, one of before. our nephews called me this week because he was trying to set up a Fiverr to sell his graphic design services so I was talking him through like how much to charge for different things and like how to set up the different tiers that, of things that he's offering and it just made me realize that I don't charge enough money but um, I think it's helpful mm. I think that's one of the one of the rewarding things that you might not think is going to be rewarding, but it is rewarding to pass on your skills to other people, not necessarily in your family, but just, mm-hmm. Hey, someone needs help. Let me help them. Let me pass on these, this knowledge to them. Yeah. Yep. And it forces you to grow as a person teaching that to somebody else. I mean, cause that's the best way to really know something is when you can teach somebody else. It forces you to, you know, if I'm trying to teach somebody how to do something, I'm going to have to do some Google so I yep. can actually know what I'm talking about. Um, it, 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 yeah, it'll force you to grow. And I think it's something that, I mean, even myself in my position now, I'm learning mm-hmm. not to run from. Because, I mean, for years I worked as the, you know, the person that did the thing, not the person that has to talk to the people, you know. And I'm in a position now where it's like I can, you know, I can put together, you know, present something to like, hey, I need all this camp like I did recently. I need a couple of thousand dollars in camera equipment. Y'all gonna buy that or not? And 
they bought it. So <laughs> being in that position and advocating for myself, it forces you to grow. And, you know, it's, I mean, it was, I mean, it was time anyway. I've been in this other position anyway. But I think a lot of people, they'll be frustrated in the position they are, but they'll be scared to actually take a step to get yeah. out of that position. Right. So, anyway, uh, um, top ten gift ideas for designers. Maybe a Wacom. <laughs> Get a Wacom. I don't know. Pay for uh, pay for Adobe Suite for a couple of months. Um. I still don't have a Wacom and Good I was thinking about because I was doing some illustrations for somebody and I was thinking man I Wacom would make this easier I mean I haven't done it a lot but I got the man, I talked about that two in one laptop that I have that I yeah. can just draw on the screen now um, it was pretty cool I just haven't I just haven't had the time lately to actually get into it but um yeah, no, it's useful. I mean, I like, I mean, and I used to use it as a second mouse all the time. Because it's just more comfortable than no Yeah, my mouse. kids have a Wacom and <laughs> you're on the computer um, I've never used it. But yeah, I, I could see how useful it would be. Yeah. I was doing, basically, I was coloring some illustrations. Someone else had done the illustrations, but I had to color them and it was just annoying doing it with a mouse. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. I say Wacom. So that's something I, I need is some good headphones because I have a couple pairs of like old Apple headsets that have died or partially died, so only one ear works. Mm. And uh, I was on a Zoom call for work the other day, and they couldn't hear me, so I had to scramble around to get because it's like I have one set where one ear works, so the ear that doesn't have the microphone works, and the ear with the microphone does not work. Mm. And the microphone does not work on one of them. So it was just a, a whole mess. So um, I've been looking. That's something I, I've seen like a lot of these uh, AirPod knockoffs. Mm -hmm. I was considering getting some of those because like I when I'm not working, like I go biking and stuff like that and play basketball and stuff like that. So having something with no no wires mm -hmm. and small like the AirPods would be nice because then I can move around and not have to worry about stuff being in the way. I have, I've had, I have a budget version of that. It, um, I think Anchor made it or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, I've had it for a while. I mean, I don't like working. I wouldn't work out in them because they aren't that secure in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have some other ones that have a little ear loop thing that I use for actually going to the gym or something like that. Just because, like, I don't need to be looking for, you know, pods. <laughs> Fall down on the treadmill or something stupid like that. Um not that I'm on a treadmill, but um, I just bought, I mean, and they've been fine. I haven't had a problem with them. They're not, I mean, they're a little bit cheaper, so not the super most comfortable thing in the world, but they work. Um, it's like, um, what is it? Anchor sound capsule or something like that, but but I just got a gift card from my job yesterday for Best Buy, so I bought some, I got, actually got to go pick them up from Best Buy, <laughs> but I bought some Jabra um ones that are supposed to be better that were cost a little bit more money but I use a gift card so cool <laughs> mm. yeah um, that reminds me I have a gift card somewhere so I might have to 
mm-hmm. do some shopping. I, I I know like a few months ago I went online and looked up like AirPod clones and I saw some some company was making like clones that look basically just like AirPods. I went back, their site was gone. But I did some research and I found some, but I just never bought them. So I mean, now I mean, I need it depends to do it. on what you're willing to save. I mean, because everybody makes those now. Yeah. I mean, they, they only had the market on that for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, we can do that. Or good, Skull Candy had some for like 34 bucks. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw some. They, I mean, they, they were like looked just like AirPods and they had a little charging case and everything because that would be something I could definitely yeah, use. That's what I have. I mean, I have the budget. I mean, yeah, they cost me like somewhere around 30 bucks and yeah, they came with a charging case and everything. I can just throw in my pocket. Okay. Yeah, I need to look at some of those. So that's on my uh, Christmas list of things that I might just buy myself. Um, yeah. Let's see. Other than that, um, I think a nice keyboard, If like so I use, I have a MacBook that I use for most of my work and I have a nice like mechanical keyboard for it and mm. that has made it easier like when I'm typing or doing whatever I'm doing on there the laptop keyboard is you know it's just laid out differently so I like having the number pad and all that type of stuff so having a separate mechanical keyboard makes it easier and then the other thing I would say is like a, a monitor I know this kind of goes back to something we talked about earlier this year it was like when I started working from home I I put in some effort to reorganize my office to work mm-hmm. and let it function more effectively for working at home, but I didn't do everything I could have done. And so more recently I rearranged some stuff in my office and I basically set it up so that I can connect my work computer to a monitor. So I have two mm-hmm. monitors on my work computer. Plus I have two monitors on my, uh, well, I have one monitor plus my laptop screen and then I have two mm-hmm. monitors for my, home computer um but that gives me more i'm able to be more effective with my work when i have two monitors because you know sometimes i like to like i'll be watching a watching a video or listen to something while i'm working and when you only have Mm -hmm. one monitor i'm constantly switching around and you'll get distracted and just watch whatever you're watching instead of doing some work at the same time so and it's stuff like that that makes it easier to have a effective home office is useful like a good office chair things like that yeah i mean i would also yeah yeah i was, I was just about to say a good office chair or a desk or something like that because mm-hmm. yeah I, the chair i was using for my office it died like the cushion died and it was just like it was terrible <laughs> yeah mine it was fine until i started working from home and then sitting in it yeah you know became painful. six or seven hours a like, day wow, i'm like this is wow, terrible this chair sucks <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, before I'd only spend maybe you know a couple of hours or something like that. And it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, yeah but, it's, it's uh, definitely changed things when you have to spend so much time. Like a lot of this stuff in my office and everything, I only used like you said a couple hours a day at most, maybe a few hours at a time on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But now when it's when I'm here every day, it's like all right, <laughs> something's got to change. Yeah. Well, well. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, yep. If you would like to support our podcast, check out our only. I mean, our um, our shop on uh, our website, alienmuffin.com. Alienmuffin.threadless.com. Yeah, you can go there, awesome. or you could go to our website directly and click on shop yeah. or something. 
But yeah, we got all kinds of shirts and things like that you can purchase or you can send as a gift to someone. It's kind of late to do that, but hurry up. Yeah. But, um, anyway, and thanks if, for if you buy stuff, that will no. help us uh, create podcasts on time. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll continue to be late. <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah, a threat we'll have, that's we'll a promise to, you won't have to put so much time in at the at the at the factory that we have to now so we can make a podcast but anyway but all right well thanks for listening um happy festivus we may yeah we may see you again this year we'll see <laughs> yeah.